Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Sometimes they're quite shocked at how appalled their partner would be if they knew. They almost convince themselves that if there isn't anything physical going on, then there isn't anything wrong in them doing it. Whereas women will very often feel as betrayed through virtual infidelity or virtual cheating as they will through physical cheating in real life. Welcome to Honesty Box, where we find the answers to the questions you thought were off limits. Hello, I'm Alex Beard and welcome back to Honesty Box at the Balance Club, where we ask the questions that you want the answers to. No judgment and no topic is off limits. As always, if you'd like to submit your own question, you can do so anonymously at www.thebalance.club. Just click on the podcast option and a question box will pop up for you. This is the third and final episode in our mini-series about relationships. Today's topic explores suspicions of cheating and in particular messaging other people. Messaging strangers on the internet is something I do every day via Instagram. I don't think twice about it. 99% of those messages are to women, though, but what if they were to men? Would there be a point at which my other half started to get annoyed at the time I spent messaging them? What's the tipping point for worrying behaviour? Well, I'm thrilled to say that I'm welcoming Joe Hemmings back on the podcast. After speaking to Joe on a previous Honesty Box episode, I knew she'd be the perfect person to sit down and speak to about this topic. The message we got in was just before lockdown, I found out that my husband has been messaging multiple women. Some were married with children, some single. It isn't the first time it's happened in our 10 years we have been together, five of those married, and my fear is it won't be the last. He promises nothing has physically happened, but my gut is saying he is not being truthful. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and I was pregnant and just gave birth when I found out about some of the women. I'm really lost as to what to do and who I can talk to. I don't want to speak to friends and family because I'm scared they will judge him or me. I'm scared to leave and end the relationship if I'm overreacting, as all I know for fact is that there's messages exchanged. What do you make of that, Joe? Well, it's certainly troublesome, and it's troublesome because it's been going on for so long. Um, the fact she has access to his phone, I'd be very curious to know if she can see the responses to them as well. Because it could be that he's letting off steam, it's his coping mechanism, the poorest sort, but nevertheless, simply by exchanging messages, and that is it. However, even that, you know, is unacceptable. But obviously, if it's gone further than that, and he's met up with people, then she really has got some issues that need dealing with. So I think firstly, uh, and calmly, she needs to sit down. I'm guessing he knows that she's accessed his phone in some way. Um, uh, so I think he needs to, they need to sit down and be very honest with each other. Um, he needs to be transparent and show her the messages. He needs to talk about why, what's going on in his head, what's driving him to do it. 
And I know it's very difficult for her to be calm about it because, of course, she wants to hit the roof at this point or is distressed, hurt, betrayed. I mean, every emotion, apart from being calm and rational, uh, is probably going through her mind. But I think it's the only way. And if it's not getting anywhere, then I think she probably has to share it somehow. And they need to go possibly to something like Relate. Um, he may need some help. It may be something he's addicted to. Uh, obviously, if they have been real life affairs, that's something different. But even the fact he's doing this message, message exchanging must mean there's he's feeling unfulfilled, let's put it kindly, uh, in some way. Uh, and it it's not uncommon. Young family, you know, wife, partner taking on most of the burden. And perhaps, you know, he feels that he wasn't ready for all this or can't deal with all this. And it's a sort of a form of escapism and not a good form. But it really is important that they're quite transparent with each other and deal with it as calmly as they can. So so literally book a time and say, OK, we're going to sit down. You know, kids have gone to bed eight o'clock tonight and we're going to sit at the dining room table or sit on the sofa and we're going to talk it through because I don't understand it. And I want you to explain to me what this is all about I mean it would suggest perhaps it wasn't aired properly the first time round that that it's come up again would that be a fair assumption I think what often happens is people see these things and don't want to believe them or think it's a one-off um it's very you can react one of two ways one is to go absolutely ballistic and livid and scream the place down and say what the hell's going on the other one is to go into sort of what I call kind of partial denial which is sort of almost convincing yourself that either you didn't see it or you did see it, but perhaps it was just, you know, an error of judgment. You start to doubt your own mind. Uh, and I think it may be that it probably wasn't dealt with the first time round. But I think what's worrying in this case is it seems to be a pattern that has gone on for quite a long time and she may not even know the full story of it. And when patterns are emerging like that, is, does that sound alarm bells for you? Yes. I think, look, a lot of people do these as one-off misdemeanours. I see it often in my relationship counselling. Um, but when it's gone on, you know, you need to look at why it's happening. When is there a pattern to it, for example? Is there something in their relationship? You know, perhaps he feels sexually unfulfilled. Perhaps she hasn't felt confident sexually since she had her children what's going on in that area of their relationship are they spending enough quality time together there's something missing for him and it's very easy to say that he's just done a bad thing she has but there's something that's driving him to do this on a fairly continual basis does it happen around I don't know, holiday times, you know, Christmas, Easter, you know, what's going on? Did it get worse during the pandemic? I mean, is there anything you can sort of begin to sort of draw out something that triggers him to behave in this way repeatedly? Or is that just something he's literally become addicted to? And it's very easy to get that sort of attention and not take it any further. I suspect if it's multiple women, the chances are it's probably just virtual. Uh, I think it'd be more worrying for her in terms of um, physical infidelity if we were just talking about one person at a time, at least. He may be a serial infidel 
Uh, but usually they don't come in clusters of several engagements with different women. That's more likely to be that you can take any reassurance from that. That's more likely to be something which is he's getting out of his system, but not in a physical way. When I hear you say something like there might be something that he feels unfulfilled, my reaction, and it is reactionary, I, I accept that, is, well, that feels like we're placing blame on her. You're lacking in yeah. some way. It shouldn't feel like that. It's he's lacking in some way. Um, and there's something he's not getting, which doesn't mean that's her fault. Um, he may be having unrealistic expectations. He may be under fierce pressure financially, work-wise. You know, it isn't necessarily anything to do with her. It may be something to do with something outside of the family, but it's definitely, he's got pressure on him of some sort and he needs an outlet. So I wouldn't want her to think that, you know, she's not being gaslit here. We're not blaming her in any way, shape or form at this point. This is about something that he's finding difficult to cope with in his life. And it may have absolutely nothing to do with his relationship with her. And is there any harm in messaging people? I guess, you know, when does flirting, in inverted commas, become problematic? Yeah, I mean, that's a very good point. And and the truth is, it's different for different people. I mean, if it is simply casual, flirty banter, you know, but it doesn't sound like it is, I think that wouldn't be so awful. Um, some people just like that generally as individuals and don't mean anything by it. This sounds to me, we don't know what the messages contain, that it's something more significant than that. But I think it's quite important to know what it is that he's saying um, and what responses he's getting about. How did he find these women? Where are they from? Are they offer some sort of app? Has he met them that way? Are they off Facebook or social media? You know, where's he got their phone numbers from? What What's going on there? And, and who are these people? And what's the nature of the kind of conversation, just how sexual, if you want, is it getting as opposed to a bit of teasing or a bit of flirting? Does she know these people? I mean, are they complete strangers? I mean, there's a whole, it has a whole host of questions that I want to know before I'd feel that I could sort of advise, really. The one thing she does say is, my gut is saying he's not being truthful. Um, and I guess that comes down to trust. Can you rebuild trust if you've... She's clearly lost it in some way, hasn't she? Well, she has, and she's got the evidence of why she should have indeed lost trust in him. So when she says her gut is telling her it's it's not right, uh, she's absolutely right. You know, it, it's, it's totally wrong what he's doing. Um, and the only way you, you can rebuild trust, of course you can, it happens in relationships all the time, I just feel this is an ongoing situation and I think he needs help because I sense there is some, this is, say he could be drinking a lot. He isn't drinking a lot to relieve his burden. He's texting women. He's he's finding an outlet for some sort of frustration, which is not necessarily sexual. So got to know what that is. And, and it's very difficult to muster all the impartiality you can, but it, may not be about her it's much more likely to be about him um and he may need some help with his but his behaviors 
I guess in relationship terms, messaging strangers through social media is something of a new phenomenon. You know, just being able to be connected to so many strangers on any platform is, is relatively new. Do you see this as an issue in the work that you do? Is this something that's sort of cropping up again? Um, it doesn't. Well, certainly in the last year, it hasn't cropped up. But that's because people have been sort of welded to each other 24-7. And so there hasn't been a great deal of opportunity uh, for this furtive behaviour to go on because they haven't had any time to themselves. But prior to that, yes, it starts off as, you know, sliding into a DM um, with some reason or other and then testing the waters. And it is... I mean, actually, it's generally men that do it rather than women, to be fair. And sometimes they're quite shocked at how appalled their partner would be if they knew. They almost convince themselves that if there isn't anything physical going on, then there isn't anything wrong in them doing it. Whereas women will very often feel as betrayed through virtual um, infidelity or virtual cheating as they will through physical cheating in real life oh, that's quite interesting so people can kind of sign off on a certain level with that sort of distanced flirting rather than in person yes they can convince themselves that it's okay because they're not you know it's not even a one-off office snog you know it is only words exchanged to perhaps boost their self-esteem um and or perhaps, you know, they don't feel that they're attractive any longer to their partner. There's all sorts of reasons why. Um, but they men will quite often not think that that would be considered to be any form of cheating on their partner. The bit where she talks about not wanting to speak to friends or family about this for fear of either herself, their relationship or him being judged. Is that something you see come up quite a lot that, that you don't yeah, want to show that, it to that's wider? Shame and guilt, really. It's. A, it's partly thinking you have something to do with it. Um, it's also once you start getting family and friends involved, everybody has an agenda. If you see a counsellor. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You know, I would have no agenda. Clearly, I know he's done something wrong, but I would come at it in a sort of fairly impartial, professional way. Family and friends will have an agenda, and that can build up. So the friends say, well, I never liked him anyway. Uh, you can do better than that. Or, yes, I heard rumours he was out in town with blah, blah. You know, anything can happen. I mean, partly because they want friends will want to support her. Family will want to support her. And so they can almost build a case against him if you like in order to show her empathy that is actually greater than it really is so I think 
getting friends and family involved is not a good idea possibly telling one friend might be if you could absolutely rock solid trust them not to pass the word around um but also there is that sort of shame that goes with it a misguided shame but nevertheless it's blaming yourself and thinking you've done something wrong which stops you sharing it sometimes that must be like i totally get it everyone's going to have their pence worth but incredibly isolating for that person if if they can't you know your support network is suddenly no longer there and you're going through something that initially you think is in your head and then you think oh no it's not and then you're having this back and forth about whether your relationship is something you you want to persist with you've got to have a support network haven't you to kind of well you've got to have someone to tell it's almost impossible to especially when you're in the eye of the storm it's impossible to to take yourself out of that I mean you've got to sort of feel you've got to share it you know are your feelings abnormal are you overreacting are you not reacting enough you know you need somebody else to sort of advise um because it is very isolating and it's quite scary because she probably feels in one mood one day that she can cope with it and leave it another day she feels so distressed and hurt she wants to leave um you know to avoid all that she's got to have some clarity with him and she's got to make him accountable basically for his behavior in the calmest possible way because he needs to justify and explain what he's doing and why he's doing it in the best way that he can and if he can't explain it then they probably do need some sort of outside advice some couples counseling to see if that relationship can be repaired and sustained is it fair to say there's an extra level of complexity here and as much as there is a young family three children you know she's just had a kid so you you know speaking from experience you feel a bit more vulnerable at that point in your life you know you are sort of looking after other people perhaps before yourself you know it it makes things less cut and dried would you say a hundred percent i mean it's, it's the worst place to be because a hormonally you know, you're in a difficult place, they're up and down, you've got young children, you're exhausted looking after them, you don't feel at your best, that's the other thing, you know, you've had a child, and we're not celebrities that ping back via, you know, filtered Instagram posts into looking exactly like you did five minutes before you gave birth, you know, most women, you know, they're carrying extra weight, they don't feel at their best, um, and they're tired, so, you know, they will often blame themselves for not looking like they used to. Uh, And that's the worst thing you can do because you're a mum and, you know, that goes with the territory and you're tired and you haven't got time for yourself and you haven't got time to have your nails and your hair. And, you know, it's tough. So another reason why it's so important for her to speak to somebody because... Or him, or say, look, you know, and just be blunt and candid and and and, and honest, but try and keep the the anger and the vitriol out of it. It's it's easier said than done, I know, but it probably is the best path to to getting the information that you need and dealing with it in a in the best way that you can. For you in the work that you do, and I don't know if there is any sort of commonality here, but are there warning signs that people who are perhaps in a relationship that they think there might be 
something else. There might, he might be, they might be, she might be doing something that perhaps I wouldn't deem suitable for someone who's in a relationship. Any warning signs people should look out for? The problem with warning signs are that they can quite often be very wrong. So if your partner is off furtively using their phone, I've had this with a couple actually, uh, furtively, he was furtively using his phone quite a lot. It was on silent. As soon as it lit up, he would take the phone away. And this went on for some time. And it turned out he was organising her 50th birthday party. And they were going abroad. And there was a whole sort of, you know, in that particular instance, there was a very fine reason for him being furtive. Sometimes it's to do with work. Sometimes it's or issues going on financially that you don't want to burden your partner with. So you try and protect them from it. So the same sort of signs, for instance, with a phone, don't necessarily mean anything untoward. I mean, people will say, yeah, you know, they come home or they suddenly started refreshing their image. They're buying new clothes, new haircut, aftershave. And again, I'm always seem to be talking about it from the man's perspective or, you know, I guess not really had this in the pandemic, but working late. I mean, there are lots of possible signs, but they also may be signs of something else. A lot of men refresh their image because they're having a bit of a midlife crisis and decide they don't want to look like they did back in the 80s. Um, you know, this it's, I would say, almost like kind of note them. You need them a cluster of things together rather than something individually. And you need to tackle it sort of as soon as you recognise it and say, okay, what's going on? Why do you keep going in the room with your phone? Um, or how come you are working so late? What's going on there? What's the pressure that's happening? Um, you know, ask questions. Don't say what you think it might be. Just ask the reason why they're doing it. I guess that stops you getting to that kind of pressure point, doesn't it? Well, it stops you accusing them of something they may not be guilty of. So always frame the narrative as a question about it must be tough for you you know working hard it's okay should I make supper later almost almost saturate them with kindness and take it as far as you can to assume that it's done for you know justifiable reasonable um reasons and because actually sometimes when you are that empathetic to someone it will guilt them into either stopping it or if it is something dubious or admitting it so the worst thing you can probably do is go blundering in and accusing them of something because even if they are guilty of it they'll probably be immediately defensive and say no you're completely wrong and there'll be a massive row or they'll say how could you think that of me I didn't do it you know it doesn't really get you to where you need to be which is understanding what that behavior is all about Thank you, Joe. It was a pleasure once again to chat to you. Now, it's also a good time to mention that this will be the last episode in this series. Once again, you have sent in some great topics and questions, and I've loved drilling down into them with our experts. We're going to take a short break from recording, but we'll be back here soon at The Balance Club. So as always, take care and we'll see you soon.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 